Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Huge show in store for you tonight. 318-31 great. And I hope Ant Marshall's not listening, but I know that he is because he's backstage helping produce with our good man Pooh Bear. But 318-31 great. Sean Fox joins us at 7:30 in episode. Five zero zero. So it's going to be a great show here tonight. Our go, our boys, our guys over at the Golden Boot Podcast are live right now talking with Dion. Coach, are you going to Florida State? Are you going to continue to do the Rudy Pooh commercials with Nick Saban after he called you out? That's the first question at Swag Media Days. I'm going to be. I'm going to be tuning in. <laughs> I can see Pooh Bear uh, uh, coming to the mic. <clears throat> Pause. Anyway, Mr. Dion, sir. <laughs> but very good episode. Glad to have Pooh Bear and Ant with us. But you already know what it is. Hashtag Rafino's Rants. We will come off the top with it here tonight uh, uh, before Sean Fox joins us at 730. Forecast. There, we do have a forecast prediction. For LSU football, it's more rain. Just going to throw this out there. Just going to throw this out there. On the AYS message board this morning. So there's 150, about 200 of you watching this live. I'm going to let a lot more of you trickle in. I'm just letting you know there was something that went on on Twitter today. It said hashtag herd stays or something like that. Maybe you would have known a little something about it if you would have been subscribed to the forum, the, the AYS message board. I told you the first prediction in the AYS message board. 
gonna have to go check it out, man. You're gonna have to go check it out, but it's really fun. Uh, we, we do forecast some more rain for the Tigers here in recruiting in the very near future. We will go around the SEC. Sam Pittman spoke at SEC Media Days, which I thought would be really good to break down the Arizona, uh, the Arizona, the Arkansas Razorbacks. Guys, their, their offensive line is dominant. They have three really good running backs, and K.J. Jefferson's back. Now, what are they going to do on the outside? What are they going to do on defense? But watching a lot of those games today gave me a lot of confidence about guys named Greg Brooks and especially Joe Fouché, your new defensive backs here at LSU. So we'll talk about that after Sean Fox joins us. In a special, you have your questions, you have your thoughts, fire them inside the chat, hashtag AskBlake. Um, with some things going on in my family, I do not know if we'll be going live tomorrow. I think we will. Uh, services on Friday. So uh, I, I'm still planning on coming on tomorrow. If not, we're going to try to line some. I know Pooh Bear and them are going on with the Golden Boot Pot at 8.30 tomorrow. So so you can catch that. So a lot of things going on, a lot of great things going on. We're looking forward to all of it. So it's going to be a really, really fun show. Five hundo, man. Consistency. Consistency. Uh, S. Young, let's get to a couple comments, though, before we get started. S. Young on YouTube says, hashtag Lance to LSU. Pierre BK, yeah. Just letting you know the hashtag or whatever was in there before it started hitting Twitter. Just just saying. Wade Big Bride says, 500. Yeah. Rick uh, Richie says, hashtag 318, baby. Let me do this very quickly. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> I got to remember to hit that thing off. Pause. Uh, Milton Kennedy sends us some stars via Facebook. Thank you so much, sir, for doing that. KMC says... Uh, they lost their left tackle right. They did. They're replacing it with a fifth-year senior who who played a lot last season. So I, I think that they'll be fine. Delton says, I synced it. Yeah, Delton's on there. Delton's on the message board. Absolutely he is. Uh, Richie says, let's freaking go. Yes, let's freaking go. Stefan says, starting the 500th off right with a banger. S-T-T-D-B. Dang right. Let the band play next. You know, every time we do these 400th episodes, 500 episodes, we always play neck. I know what I want Aunt Marshall. I don't think Pooh could get away with it. I want Aunt Marshall at Swag Media Days to ask um, Dooley, Coach, are, do you really, really, are you excited for the Southern Band to play neck in Death Valley? I'm going to throw this out there. I might even contribute to their collective if they do it. <laughs> Pause. All right. I'm just really excited for my guys over at Swag Media Days. That's a big deal, man. If you've never been to one of them, SEC, Swag, it's a really big deal. Um, Ant Marshall says, uh, he's producing and he's commenting on YouTube. Says, no, 318 here tonight. <laughs> it won't be. C. King says, I see a lot of fanboy shiznit going on at SEC Media Days from people who supposedly are LSU beat writers. I saw that. Uh, which I will say, um, BK's our guy here on AYS. 
Brian Kelly is our coach. We're going to ride and die with him. Just throwing that out there. All right, a couple more, then we're going to get started. Uh, Rob Boudreaux says, cutting some grass and listening to you, Blake. I, I love it. I love it. Kenny, Kenny says, Shelton going to be at the Aggies pool party this weekend. Oh, no. Coach Brian Kelly can't recruit. Well, he's going to be at the LSU pool party the day before. <laughs> Guys, stop worrying about a freaking pool party, right? Right? Let me see if I can pull it up. Because this man's coming for you. This man right here, Brian Kelly, is coming for you. Hide your wife. Hide your kids. Hide your mama. Hide all of them. He's coming for your ass. Pause. Uh, Mike Jones Jr. Uh, wrong button. If you missed it today, Mike Jones Jr. does have a new number. It was probably the most frequently asked question of the last week. Blake, is Mike getting number 18? It hasn't been announced yet, but he will have a new number of number six. He'll be joining us tomorrow uh, for sure. All right. Let's get this thing started, y'all. Let's get this thing started, y'all. Everybody doing it. So many of you watching on Facebook. Do us a favor. Hit the like and share. Stop. Collaborate and listen. Stop. Hit the like and share. Do your boy a favor on episode 500. Like, share, share to those Facebook groups. Share it to your own social media pages. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. If you're listening to us on YouTube, hit that subscribe button and notification bell. We greatly appreciate you doing that there as well. Also, if you are uh, listening to us on the audio podcast or on XM Radio, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. Don't forget to to subscribe to our AYS message board. I dropped my first prediction on a recruit today since the launch. I have a really good feeling I will be doing another one with Inside the Week, so you're going to want to be subscribed to it when it goes down. All right, let's get this thing started. Let's pay these bills. Guys, we're back in a minute and a half. We got a lot to talk about. Rafino's rants around the corner. Our partners over at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the NBA playoffs, fights, and even next season's futures. And don't forget that the MLB is back as well. Who are you picking to win the World Series? BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's easy to get started, so head on over to their website. Use BetOnline.ag. Use that promo code BELIEVE. That's B L. E-A-V, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's betonline.ag, betonline.ag. With over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Vardo & Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motor chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. If you break down on the side of the road in the greater Baton Rouge area, they will come and get you. And the best thing about that is that they can come and get you, and then they can bring your vehicle back to their shop and start the repairs right then. Again, GM Varno and Sons, go see them over at 2500 Fuller Boulevard. Give them a call at 225-664-9992. 225-664-9992. Tell them you good friend, Blake Rafino. Sit you on by. Our good buddy C. King, who is over the Ty- uh, Talking Tigers uh, Facebook group, uh, look at him, man. He's in the Bahamas or Bora Bora. I- I'm pretty sure C. King owns his own island. That's how much money he has. We keep always talking about pressure 
uh, Lamar Williams, who has all the money. The truth is, C. King, I know for a fact, has all the money. He's got more money than BP. But he says, as far as a pool party comment goes, Harold Perkins went to the A&M pool party, and how did that work out? Guys, really and truthfully, I'm not um, I'm not worried about Shelton Sampson going to a pool party. You know what the pool party's about. I know what the pool party's about. It's not about pulling a Bruce Pearl and see how many weenies you can put on a grill for a whole bunch of recruits. You know what happens at a pool party. I know what happens at a pool party. And quite honestly, there were some comments at SEC Media Days this week that is going to be a little bit a part of the Rafino's rants. See, we, we panicked, right? Like, we panicked when there was a problem with NIL. Oh, my God, Blake, LSU so far behind. Oh. And now there's so many leaks coming out of SEC media days that some of these players aren't getting paid what they agreed upon. And some of them apparently have signed contracts. I'm not going to call out Texas A&M here even though they are probably the biggest culprit in all of this. But it's a little bit interesting, right? You have multiple coaches coming out and giving hints that they're, you know, they're hearing that players aren't getting the paid what they thought. But LSU was behind. You know, my grandfather once told me, God rest his soul in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen, before he passed. Um, don't make a promise you can't keep. And if you make somebody a promise, you better do everything you can to keep it, even if you're unable to do it. Is A&M doing that? You know, I could come out here and I could rant and rave and talk about all of the unnecessary BS that we go through every single week, every single day. It's talking season. I get it. You get it. We all get it. But sometimes, guys, you got to take for, for everything that's being said at face value. You know, there, I see the comments that are flowing in right now in reference to, well, Blake, uh, this is going on with our, uh, the LSU media and SEC media days. I really don't care about that. Brian Kelly is our coach. And quite honestly, there's more rain in the forecast. Some of you who don't know what I'm talking about, Obviously, Brian Kelly's staff, especially recruiting staff, their slogan has been more rain, hashtag more rain, hashtag a storm is coming. Well, guys, the storm's not over yet. LSU went about it in the right way. And how do they go about it in the right way? And, and why did they go about it in the right way? Well, maybe, just maybe, they have a guy that's up top that knows what the frick he's doing. That really, really, really knows what the frick he's doing. You're probably going to get multiple five stars in this class. Everybody talks about this player got that much before NIL. That player got that much before NIL. The rain is coming. Pooh Bear, remind me, we got to get, we have to get a storm, uh, 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 what do you call that? Sound bite. To play on the show. 
I'm not worried about it. Brian Kelly's the guy I'm riding with. That's who Scott has. He's the head coach of LSU. Let's ride with him. Guys, we haven't played a game yet. We haven't, we haven't played a game yet. LSU's going to close this month out with probably three or four more recruits. High, very high-profile recruits. And there won't be any panic anymore. Everybody will be celebrating. That's fine with me. That's fine with me. You can fire in your questions. Hashtag Ask Blake. We'll get to as many of them on episode 500 as we can. Uh, look, here's something that I wanted to talk about before we get to the more rain and the, and the forecast coming. It's interesting to me. You know, there is a lot that we learn from these SEC media days. And just going back and listening to Brian Kelly and listening through a lot of the things. So I just now we can start really, and you know, when fall camp comes, we can start talking about the offensive line. We can start talking about the running backs. We can start talking about uh, the quarterbacks, the wide receivers, the D-line. We can talk about all of that, and we will talk about all of that when the season gets here. But listening to Brian Kelly, and as we do, we're on Arkansas this week watching every game, pretty much the highlights, the 20, 25-minute highlights of every game from Arkansas this week. Guys, I got to tell you, this defense to me, and listening to Brian Kelly, I think it's going to be really, really damn good. Like, really, really, really damn good. In the Texas A&M game, and we'll talk about this after Fox, uh, uh, we get to Fox and then we get done with him, we'll, we'll, we'll circle back to Arkansas. Guys, I don't know how you're going to keep Joe Fouché and Greg Brooks off the field. I have no idea. Because in a game clincher, Greg Brooks saved the game for the Arkansas defense. He didn't make the play. He did, it's not going to go down on the stat sheet. But A&M rolling out right, dump off, third and one. Instead of making the tackle, Greg Brooks knew that if he tried to make the tackle, <coughs> excuse me, the Aggies would get a first down. But he forced the receiver. I think it was A-Chain or Anias, um was Anias Smith. The guy that got arrested today, um, God bless you, man. And, you know, everybody was ripping on him today, and I hate that for him. But making the play on the outside, ball game, Arkansas. LSU is going to have to completely lean in on this defense. I don't know, guys, if we're not in for a season, because we don't know about our quarterback play at the current moment, if we're not going to have to be a very heavy run team, and play stout defense. Slow the game down. Now, I know Mike Denbrock has talked a lot about speeding the game up. But, man, listening to Brian Kelly this week, I could tell and hear the concerns in his voice. Look, we're starting a true freshman left tackle. What do I have in Traymond Shorts at left guard? What do I have in Miles Frazier at right guard? Do we even have a center are we going to get into October and Fitzgerald West, a true freshman, is having to play center? I don't think that they know that yet. Now, it will play itself out. It will play itself out. But if he's having concerns offensively, so am I. The funny thing, though, about this, is about SEC media days, the last guy I heard talk like this about how his offense was struggling and the defense was dominating – was Lane Kiffin last season. He was talking about how they couldn't get a first down during spring, how they couldn't even get a first down in fall camp. They go in and they play Louisville, and they just start beating the shit out of everybody, and their defense isn't that good. (laughs) 
I don't think that that's the case here. But there are a lot of concerns, I th- and I could tell from Brian Kelly, maybe not concerns, let me rephrase that. Maybe just a lot of question marks. Maybe a lot of question marks that he wished that he had answered at this current moment. I think that there's really and truthfully, really and truthfully, there's only two positions that are locked down at this point. You don't bring Jack Best to SEC media days if he's not going to get a lot of playing time. You, ju- you just don't. You just don't. We know what Kayshawn Bouti is. Guys, can you are you 100% sure maybe outside of true freshman Will Campbell at F-Tackle, are you 1,000% sure what your offensive line looks like? Are you sure Traymond Shorts is starting at left guard when all pretty much Brad Davis had to talk to us about when we spoke to him was Anthony Bradford might be 30 pounds lighter and it, he looks the best that he's ever looked. We're having to move Garrett Dellinger and very much into the interior at center. Is he your starting center or is Charles Turner? Who is your running back? John Emery has the talent. But can he execute it? So I, I think we come to this conclusion. And I'll get to this more rain thing. I come to this conclusion as of right now. I don't think you can make the argument that LSU has talent at all three levels, offensively. Line, perimeter, backfield. You, you can't make that argument because they do. You just don't know what we have. Little concerning, you would rather – because, like, look, man, when I'm watching Arkansas and they have five, uh, two juniors and, and five, uh, or two juniors, and I think it's uh, three uh, uh, five-year seniors – and the backups are, are, are red-shirted sophomores and juniors. They got three running backs. with ex- Guys, every running back at Arkansas that will play this year has more yards de- de- in their career than John Emery does. So I, I'm not trying to paint the picture and, and be negative. I still think John Emery's more talented than those running backs. We got to see it on the field. All right, let's get to a couple comments, though, but I do want to talk about I, – I am, I am hearing um, – I am hearing some things, guys. I really do believe, like fully, fully believe, um, that LSU is going to about to get three more commitments by the end of July. Now we got eleven days until that's done. There are some that believe that LSU could get a very talented offensive tackle in the very near future up there in northern Louisiana. That is some of the rumors that it's circulating. I don't know that. Let me be very clear. I don't know when this young man's committing, but let me tell you something right now. If Zalance Hurd does pop within the next 14 days, you better not come in this show and say Brian Kelly can't recruit. Let me rephrase that again. If Zalance Hurd commits to LSU within the next 14 days, and look, there's things that I'm hearing from the coaching staff and around the SEC. Nebraska's starting to try to make a, a hard push. We'll see. The kid didn't go to Texas. They still want him. But if he does commit to LSU in the next 14 days and you come in this show and say, Brian Kelly can't recruit, oh, we can't lock down the state. I'm not going to – I'm not going to – your comments ain't coming up here no more. Do you got to get better? Do you got to get guys like Shelton Sampson in here, Kai Prane from St. James, who probably could play running back along with wide receivers? Sure. Sure. But the last time I checked, 
on signing days. And I know Sean Fox talked about this on our show a while back. <laughs> you know, there was a one time a bastard commit that was that less. <laughs> Maybe he didn't. Maybe he didn't. I, I, I'm not going to tell that story. Maybe he didn't. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a <laughs> God, God. I think he did. I think he did. Nevertheless. So as this storm continues, you got guys like Tavion Galloway, that will, the tight end from Cincinnati that will be committing in the next couple of, I think a week or so, or six days, the 26th. <laughs> when's, guys, when's the last time LSU signed two four-star tight ends with this much talent? Got to give them credit. All right, let's get to a couple of comments, and then we'll get uh, our good buddy Sean Fox in here. Edward O says, oh, Edward O got the crabs. How did Ed O get the crabs? Was it like a brunette, a blonde? How did, how did Ed Orgeron get the crabs? Even, even Blake the Great, let's rant. I hear you. Uh, Anthony Saints says, congrats, show number 500. Yeah, that's a lot of shows. You know what? Let me tell you guys something. You know why I number these suckers? Because <laughs> if I don't, I'll forget. It's, and it has nothing to do with you guys and everything to do with I, I better just keep track of it. Uh, Rick says, Fouché and Brooks are beast tackling machines. We got to bring Ty Rich centers. You know, I, I don't know how much Sean Fox watched Arkansas. We'll, we'll ask him. Joe Fouché saved Arkansas football defensively a couple of times. Texas A&M we watched today. Missouri we watched today. Um, what was the other game we watched? Oh, Bama. Hey, I, I don't know about y'all, but there was a play where Joe Fouché ran down uh, – what was the Williams, Williamson kid's first name? The wide receiver from Bama. Uh, guys, I'm not putting some of these comments up here. Ant Marshall, 318. 3-1 great. <laughs> All right. At Swag Media Days, said hashtag Ask Blake is Billy Napier your boy too. I don't know Billy Napier, really, um, but he's not my boy. No, uh, Jameson Williams. That's it. All right, last one. Then we're getting to Sean Fox. <laughs> we need a private uh, school pressure pool party. Hashtag sources. Well, if you can get Derek Williams back in the boat, absolutely, absolutely. All right. Guys, let's do this. Let's pay some bills. I'm really excited about our next guest, Sean Fox. Been killing it, man. Had on our buddy Lindell White was on the show. JT Curtis was on the show. Next thing you know, Greg Sankey is going to be doing live in location. Brian Kelly is going to fly up there in a helicopter to the 318. Maybe he can see Sean Fox and then go down to Neville. But let's talk about it, or let's let's bring in our good buddy Sean Fox. But before we do that, guys, we're going to pay some bills. I told you guys about my my good friends over at Pristine Auction, pristineauction.com. They are doing a giveaway. So let me mention this. We'll get to this later in the show too. Pristine Auction is giving away when you sign up, you can put yourself into a drawing for a signed LSU Justin Jefferson jersey. So go there, sign up, put your name into the drawing, use the promo code SERIOUS, S-E-R-I-O-U-S, S-E-R-I-O-U-S, and you can put yourself in the drawing to win a Justin Jefferson signed jersey, LSU jersey. Absolutely awesome. Let's talk about our good friends over at Gramco, the GOAT. 
of the 318. Sean Fox joining us in a minute. Guys, I've got to talk to you about our good friends over at Gramco. They are the Delta company based out of the state of Florida. They're founded by college football junkies just like you and I, and I am not sure if you're familiar with Delta 8, but you need to be. Gramco is the absolute leader in this field, and they have phenomenal products that I just need to tell you about. First off is the Wake and Bake Coffee that is absolutely spectacular. The gummies are as well as they're the best in the market. So go to thegramco.com right now and use the promo code AYS25. That's thegramco.com, AYS25 promo code to get 25% off of your order. Jump on this fast as it is perfect for holidays, anniversaries, and everyday use. Gramco is hemp-derived and completely legal inside of the state of Louisiana. No medical card is needed, and shipping is very discreet. You must be 21 years older to order. Again, that's thegramco.com. Use that promo code AYS25. Ladies and gentlemen, the GOAT is back. Sean Fox is in the building. Foxy, what's up, brother? Can you hear me now? We good? We are good. Okay, we're good. Hey, I'm having a drink for 500 in your honor. I'm right there with you. What are you drinking? So I'm usually a whiskey guy, but apparently this past weekend I went through it. I don't remember going through it, but I went through it. So now I'm down to kettle kettle one and – one of those flavored waters because I'm trying to watch my health. So, so your honor, I, I appreciate it. You know, they say the clear liquor is the best liquor uh, for you for your weight. That's why I'm so big because I I drink nothing but brown. Uh, I well, got yeah, a I, like, I got a phobia about being bald and fat. I've lost one battle. I can't lose <laughs> another. So I, I hear you. I hear. I, I I got the Woodward Reserve. I got some Woodward Reserve. Twenty five year. Smooth. In honor of 500. In honor of 500. I, I got to be honest, I was a little scared to open it. You know, I was like, is this actually a good celebration to open it? But it's a good celebration, right? So I had recently a Maker's 46, but it was like a French oak barrel. Ooh. Yeah, it was smooth. It was good. You didn't need that much Coke. <laughs> you could have drank it on the rocks. Yeah. Hey, you got to love it. You got yeah, I, look, a, we need to I'm, do. I'm a mixer. So usually, see this is my mixer right here. Just some water. You're a real man. I I have a lot of chest hair. You know, I, just, I, I can see that. Thank you for view. I'm not as bad as T Bob, and I tell him that every time I see him. I was like, you should you could braid your chest hair. I was, uh, bro, I was about to tell you, you start getting dreads on that. <laughs> I'm not but that that's bad. His, he don't care. Like that's his gimmick. So good, good on it. All right, good on. Sean Fox is joining us. We'll let you know where you can catch all of his stuff. Show is fantastic. Foxy, thank you. It's been a good week. It's been a good week. It's been a good week. So let's talk on that, man. I mean, dude, you've been killing it. I I mean, and our listeners, we had Lindell on a couple of weeks ago. You brought him on. JT Curtis. The list just goes on and on. What have you learned in all that? So so luckily, like, like next year, I'll actually be on the air in the 318 20 years. I mean, I'm, I'm 40. I started in college. I got very lucky. <laughs> um, and I've had, I mean, I wish I can't tell you, and I'm a proud of, I mean, when you do this every day, three hours a day, you got a lot of time to fill. And I've had so many hall of famers and all stars and like what's happening this week is it's not that big of a deal. It's just happening in one week. 
usually don't go after, after, after. And listen, it's the summertime. They call this the dead time in our sport and our, in our genre. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to put, I'm going to, I'm going to put all my decks out on the cards or all my cards out uh, this week. And I'm like, I'm gonna go through the Rolodex. I'm gonna call some numbers that I've haven't called in a while, or maybe I've never called in. All they can do is tell me no. Right. So luckily I have been five for five this week. I've called it, I've called it mystery guests because as you know, sometimes they don't pick up. And you kind of look like an asshole when you promote <laughs> all day. Exactly. Hey, guess we'll have it on the show this week. And all of a sudden, they don't come on. So um, on Monday, I had uh, Lendale, who you inspired me on that one. What a humble guy. Like, dude. for all the success that that dude has had, incredibly humble. I became I'm, I, I don't like anything to do with USC, but I became a big uh, Lendale white guy. Uh, that afternoon, we call her our queen. Uh, we had Kim Mulkey on. I love, love, love Misa Mulkey. And she's got ties to obviously two schools that I care a lot about, Louisiana Tech and LSU. Right. Uh, that was on Monday. On Tuesday, we had uh, Tim Rattay. Oh. He poured up one of the records. I mean, he was before his time in that offense at Louisiana Tech in 96, <laughs> 97, 98. But Troy Edwards, those guys were incredible. Obviously went on to play in the league. Um and then today had JT Curtis, the legend. I mean, I I hate I, him, but he's a he's an amazing well, coach. I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> he, I think he's the goat in high school football. No and he's doubt. a great, fantastic human being. And then uh, Tim Brando from Fox Sports on today. So, and uh, how I'm many? Not done. Did you take a shot every time Brando said playoff expansion? You know, if I there would only been two because I genuinely just kind of kept it to him you know what I mean like I didn't talk a lot about what's going on with college football right because I know I wouldn't have had enough time to do it um he I really I wanted to talk about he was very influential in ULM hiring Terry Bowden okay like his relationship with the Bowdens go back years and if I you want to know, know why that, Foxy yeah, I if you want to know, know why Terry Bowden's here it's because of Tim Brando that he's the one who got that done so it's it was a good I'm not done I got a couple more on my sleeve I got two days left all I'm going to say is, oh, and you had on Mike Jones. Oh. Dude. Big, big fan. Had him on last. I wish I would have kept it, but I had him on last week. You have him on all the time. You want to talk about a great representative for the university? Forget just the football program. That young man is one of those people, no matter what he does in life, is going to be very, very successful. You know, I told him because we were talking to former Louisiana Tech offensive coordinator when we went up to football labs and talked with Joe Sloan. Great guy. And we're walking through there, and they're working out. I didn't say anything to Mike. You know, I'm not going to get in the middle of it. My boy. But we're walking through there, and we're walking in there with Sloan, and Mike Jones Jr. is like hit 12 reps of 315. Okay? And I'm like, dude, you can't be that humble and hit 315 12 times. It's not, it's not possible. Like, I would never be that humble. Fi- I would walk in the club. You know, I, I would walk in the club. Listen, just- if I look like Mike Jones, I'd walk around shirtless every single day. <laughs> I mean, or, look, we got to have some decorum wherever we are. I would, um, I'd almost, you know, I look like Hulk Hogan because you got to wear your shirt, but I have the cutoffs and a bandana on. That would be my look if I looked like Mike Jones. Brother. <laughs> 
right, Fox, I got to ask you. By the way, Joe Sloan cannot say enough good things about my guy, Joe. He has um, he has texted me a few times for a year saying, Fox, it's clear you've been drinking by what you're posting on social media. <laughs> a lot of times I'm like, damn, you're right, Coach. I better go delete that. Uh, I'm not going to share our last text conversation, but it was very uh, – Similar? Similar. <laughs> I can tell you've been drinking, Fox. I'm like – is it a Saturday? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like watching old football and I'm like posting on social media. I'm like, why the F would he call this? And I get a text, watch him throw a fade backside. Four plays later, his are fade backside. I'm like, you're not even here. It's kind of freaky. You guys are smarter than we are. Well, let me ask you about Joe Sloan because you've been yeah. up there. You covered him. Sure. Great. Uh, Fox, I, I said this. I think that I like in talking with him every time. I feel like I'm talking to a future Power 5 head coach. Do you get that no same vibe? No doubt. Um, there's certain people that have that it factor, and you can't really describe what it is, but you know it when you see it, and you know it when you talk to him, and Joe has that. And one of the things I think which, what makes um, Joe going to be successful going forward is right now what we're learning is one of the most important things um, – and we might have talked about this before, is relationships. Relationships and relatability. Um, and Joe gets it. He knows how to relate to these young people. He's forming great relationships. And I know the quarterback room isn't as far as recruiting. Obviously, the quarterback room right now, going in this year, we think is great. Recruiting, we all know where it is right now. Give it time. He's going to rebuild that quarterback room. Um you're going to be impressed with what he does. We hated to lose him out of North Louisiana, but if um, if he was going to go anywhere else, I could not think of a better place. So I could still root for him in, uh, in LSU. Do you think that LSU can hold on to him long? Well, it depends on what happens with Mike Denbrock, right? Because I think there's always that natural evolution. Can he go straight to, from quarterback coach to head coach? Well, not at the P5 level, but he could certainly springboard it to a head coach at the G5 level where he's coached in a couple of different spots. That could certainly happen. Um, but I think long-term, I'm talking about past two or three years, the only way I think that's happening is if he's in the OC role at LSU. And listen, and I love Joe. The only way I hope that happens is Denbrock is so successful that he takes that next step and becomes a head coach. I mean, I'd hate for Joe to get it because LSU sucks and has to fire Denbrock. Yeah, and I, I don't know, know if I – I mean, it can't be worse than a season ago. I think Denbrock's a lot better of an OC than maybe that we've seen in the last couple of seasons. But, you know, that's – Brady. We'll, 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 <laughs> we'll find out. Uh, Fox, is there anything that you've learned from SEC Media Days this week? You know, at least – I'm, I'm so over this, you know, Brian Kelly Southern accent, TikTok no, dancing thing. such a dumbass story. That's lazy. I think it's, it's lazy, lazy, too. It's lazy. Fox, let me tell you, I, I kind of feel like he's pissed off a little bit. Like he's ready to – I said this Yeah, last but he's controlling okay. it well, Blake. Like it's – he like – and I love Marler who asked the question about the accent or his favorite food. And it's that, that dude comes on my show quite – I love Chris Marler. Really – for an Alabama guy, he's a good dude. He's a funny guy. But even I was like, come on, Marler. But he look, he, he could have handled that a bunch of different ways. I thought he handled it perfectly. You know what? I, I walked I don't away. Think he likes it, but he. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna play into this. I thought he handled it perfectly. And my biggest takeaway from LSU was, again, I hate. I hate to say anybody's Nick because Nick is the goat. Love him or hate him, 
Saban's the GOAT, but this is the first buttoned up. And I loved O, and I love Les, and I love their personalities, and uh, there was a lot to like about them, but we didn't need a caricature. They they wouldn't have handled that question well. O might have lost his mind. You never know how he would have taken it. Right. He might have tried to fight him. Or he might, he might have made it light up, but you didn't know. You know what you – this is calculated. Everything's thought out. There is a plan, and you've learned this from talking to Mike and all the players who come to there's a plan for everything, practically breathing right now at LSU. And um, it's nice to see – this has been a successful program that's almost kind of been, if you think about it, kind of like a renegade program. It's like, man, every now and then that talent's so good, they're going to screw up and win the national championship. <laughs> right. Now it's just like if you could get that structure and get it in place and get buttoned up, it could be scary. And I think I think it might it might take a year or two, but I firmly firmly believe this is the dude. This is the guy. So Sean, I've been asking a lot of people, whether it be on any show, any guest, mine, theirs. I ask everybody. So I'm going to kick this one to you, man. LSU had ten draft picks a season ago, and they still got a crap ton of talent yeah. on the defense and offensive side of the ball. I'm not saying LSU's winning ten plus games next season. But, man, when you have that much talent with a coach like Brian Kelly, is can you expect maybe a little bit more than what a first-year coach maybe should do? Well, Brian Kelly's won everywhere he's been, from Central Michigan to Cincinnati to Notre Dame. And he's never had talent like he's had at LSU. Um, Blake, my concern is this. I think LSU's frontline talent is as good as anybody in this league. Depth. Is there some question marks? Sure. But look, those four and five star, there's a reason that you look at the teams that have won national championships. You're look, there's guys who fall through the cracks, right? You're gonna have some three-star kids who are well above that. Two-star kids saying that Jacob Hester was a two-star, but most of the time, the reason that you want to be high in the recruiting championship is it translates to national championships. So I know the talent is there, some of it unproven but I believe in it. The problem is, Blake, I just don't know how much depth is there this season. Yeah, front line start, talent, right. I'm not concerned about. I think front line, front, front line talent, it could be, there's a kettle one kicking in, nine to ten wins this year, but you have an injury or two, I don't think this team goes six and six. I think the low mark is seven and five. I think the high mark is nine and three. Well, I, I, I'm right there with you. I, I kind of said that today, and I really, Sean, there's not really anything. I, I'm with you, you know. Um, we do have some questions firing in here yes. for you. Uh, Rick says, hashtag ask Fox, do, you, Fox, do you think Brian Kelly will succeed in recruiting North L.A. like he said he wants to focus on going forward? You know, yeah, uh, I'm going to get into that specifically, but I love this narrative that has taken place. And, look, I'm from somebody who grew up at 40, I have spent most of my life in South. I'm a born in East Jefferson General Hospital in Metairie. Lived in Metairie. <laughs> uh, went to Fountain Blue High School. I'm from Mandeville. My folks live in Mandeville, Madisonville, and Death. Shout out to the 985. I am a South Louisiana guy at heart, but I've been in the top of the boot, past the Boudin line, which is Alexandria, for the past <laughs> 20 years. And it does feel like two different states. And I know that there are some people in South Louisiana that kind of turn up their nose at the good folks of the 318. And sometimes I understand why. 
But there is this narrative that parts of this state are either cowboy country, which really pisses me off, and, and Alabama. Folks, look in your own backyard. Who's been going to Alabama lately? Sometimes they're right on campus. Sometimes they're right down the street from Tiger Stadium. This is not a North Louisiana problem. This is a Louisiana problem that Alabama's come in and got these players. And Texas A&M, by the way, Jacoby Matthews is from where? The 985. Derek Williams isn't from North Louisiana. Now, I got on that tangent to say we got to control the boot, period. Now, this year it just so happens to be a year that if you look at it, especially at the line, the defensive side of the football, which they just went on this incredible, I mean, Roll to start July on defensive linemen. Where's the defensive line talent? Front line defensive line talent in the state this year. We don't I don't think it. you have. I don't think you have. I think the top ranked defensive lineman in this state comes in at number fourteen or fifteen. Yeah, if which not, is, well, which, you're, you're, right. you're a good player, but you ain't, that, that ain't going to get it done at LSU. Right. You're going to go get the best. Um, but you, the the best LSU teams always are built by the boot. Um, yes. LSU is huge in Monroe. It's huge in Shreveport. In fact, I've always shared this story. My grandmother was a uh, – can I tell a quick story about my grandmother yes. who was an LSU yes. i got two great LSU stories for you. My grandfather, uh, back when LSU Tiger Stadium, they had dorms. My grandfather lived in the dorms at LSU. Got my grandmother as a gift an alligator. Why? I don't know. <laughs> They got her, got her a baby alligator and decided that uh, for some reason, I guess it was a cold night, to put it on the heater, and uh, overnight, alligator got fried. So uh, my, grandfather <laughs> did, my, my grandfather did bury a dead alligator in the middle of the night in Tiger Stadium. If you thought that story was good, this one's better. My grandmother was a former LSU cheerleader, and uh, there was a time when – the good old days where they would take Mike around the stadium. And remember the cheerleaders were on the cage. Oh yes. Oh yes. Well, oh Blake. One day, um, Mike, as my grand, my grandmother was a Southern belle from Opelousas. Uh, she said, baby, one day that tiger just lifted up his leg and relieved himself on me. <laughs> yes. My grandmother took a golden shower from Mike the tiger. Oh so, my God. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm not – I mean, listen, we can laugh about it now. Right? <laughs> probably, probably wasn't funny then. I don't know why the hell I just told this story, but I thought if everyone's going to tell it, now is the time. No, it just shows you – I got LSU in me, right? Um, and sometimes all over my family. Um, but it is uh, – so I was telling that story to tell about Monroe. At one time, Washita Parish was the largest LSU alumni base outside of Baton Rouge. Okay. Not anymore, and it hasn't been for a while, but at one time it was. Uh, so, yes, there is an LSU stronghold all across the 318. Those people in Shreveport love LSU. The people in Baton Rouge love LSU. But, Blake, things have changed when it comes to recruiting. It is – we don't just root for state U anymore for state pride. You more – NIL is big. It's very big. I don't want to downplay that, but you better – have relationships mm. goes back to relatability and i think it takes time but you got joe sloan you got frank wilson you got sherman wilson 
and I'm not even talking about Kane and Steeples and all these other guys. You got boot boys. Like Frank's the GOAT at recruiting this state. It's going to happen. LSU, it might take another year, but LSU will once again not just lock down north, they will lock down the boot again. And Marshall, you know, I, I picture him in a cowboy hat playing a banjo, you know, from the Golden Boot Pot. Chris said, I saw it. Chris said, this is when Coach Sloan starts to text you. Yes. <laughs> My grandmother passed away. Sorry, grandmother. In the name of the Father and the Son, the Holy Spirit. Yeah, Sorry that Mike the Tiger yeah. peed on your leg. Uh, what about Trey Holly? LSU did get a commitment from Union Parish. Uh, Trey Holly, how much have you seen of him? Every game he's ever played. Okay. I just so happen to be the play-by-play voice for Trey's team and have seen him play since he's been in the eighth grade uh, when he started. Um, listen, Blake, I may have said it on your show. I may have said it with our buddy Carter. Don't get this twisted. Caleb Jackson's, Jackson is tremendous. I know the backs who did not sign this year. Moss went to A&M. A&M, another one went to Miami. Folks, Trey Holly's been the best running back in the state the last two classes. How wild is it that he has more rushing yards last season than Arch Manning has passing yards in his career? This shows you how good that Trey Holly is. In fact, Blake, let me try to get you to wrap your mind around this. In 2020, go go look at the stats that Trey Holly put up. He only played in about eight full games. They were killing teams so much, he rarely played fourth quarters. A lot of times, he didn't play in the second half, and he put up ginormous numbers in 2020. He set the bar so high in 2020 that in 2021, I turned to my uh, color guy, Chris Snell, and I was like, damn, Trey really didn't have a great night. 180 and three touchdowns. <laughs> like, he's been so good. That if it's not 50 or more yard touchdown run, I don't do it justice. I'm like, there goes one again. That was just a 45-yard run. Look, he's got a gift, man. Whenever he touches the football, I expect him to do something special with it. And I, and listen, some of your listeners smart enough to know, uh, one of the knocks is they're in 3A, which is middle of the road in our state, right? Devonta Smith always- was in 3A. They've always played up. They always play four or five A teams every single year. And you know what he does? The same damn things he does against 3A. Two years ago against Washita, 5A school, 300 and three touchdowns, including a 99-yard touchdown run. By the way, last year uh, against Captain Shreve, and Kendrick Law was very good. Kendrick Law was not the best player on the field. It was Trey. Trey absolutely trucked Kendrick Law on an 80-yard touchdown run that got called back. Trey's the dude. Trey's been the dude, and Trey's going to be the dude. Do you think, and I'm not saying he's a starter or an every down back, next season do you see him getting playing time? Is he that ready, do you think? Um, I I don't doubt him at all. I mean, I'm, I'm more, I mean, does Kane come back? What What's Goodwin do this year? Does he make the jump? Because I like him a lot. Uh, I think Caleb's tremendous. Well, the only reason I ask I like that too Bradford, because – but- well, I don't doubt a- Trey at all. Trey's been playing since the eighth grade. And pound for pound, he's the strongest player on the team at what, 5'8, 180? <laughs> I mean, he's look, and, and he's and listen, by the way, great kid. You're gonna you're gonna love him. LSU fans are gonna love the game. And what really impresses with me, he if he if he um wanted to play safety, he could be a safety at LSU. And why I do think to, to answer this question better, Blake, one of the reasons I do think he can play early 
is he's a very, very good wide receiver. Mm-hmm. He can catch the football. Really? You can him out wide. You can put him in the slot. And uh, he can do it, man. He's got great hands. Whenever they need a big play late and they're losing or it's a tie and they got to get the down downfield quick, they put him at receiver. Every time. So do you think, and I'm just President asking your humble. Fan club, if you can't tell. Well, I, well, it seems as if, though, that you're just spitting facts. Do you think that he should be more highly rated than what he is? Best player and best running back in the state for the last two cycles, and I'd love to see a running back in the country who's better. Absolutely. I don't know how he's the 15th ranked player in the state. He's not. <laughs> I mean, it's kind, of a, it's kind of insulting, to be honest with you. Well, Sean, that's something that we talk about off camera, but you actually got to go watch the kid play if you were doing these recruiting services. And I get Union Parish is, you know, not in cl- Arkansas. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I get it's not close, you know, but you got this. No, it's, I tell people up here, and look, obviously we've got some great programs. We got West Monroe and Neville and Rustin. And at the smaller school level, you're not going to find better atmospheres in Oak Grove and Haynesville. Uh, we're lucky, we're blessed. But I've told folks, I said, Trey is the kind of guy, if you live in this area, you have to see him. Play. You have to be able to say, I saw him play live once. He's that kind of t- – like, I've been – I've been as I mean, at 40, I was lucky enough living in South Louisiana to see both Eli and Peyton play in high school at Newman. I've seen great players play high school football live. He's in the top five. Oh, wow. He's that good. So, I, 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 yeah, I absolutely believe in the kid. Absolutely. That's some strong words, but I do think he's really good myself. So, I'm not, you know, beating on that. I think he's really good. Um, going into this season, are, what are your biggest concerns? I know that we talked about this last time a little bit. Yeah. But now that we've gone through spring, what are your biggest strengths of this team? And what are maybe some of your bigger concerns? Well, depth is the biggest one. Mm-hmm. I think front line talent's good. Blake, and it's the same thing that's been an issue for years. You're you're going to win or, win or lose in football, but but in this league with your offensive line. And I'm a huge believer in Will Campbell, but you're a former lineman yourself. So I want to pose you this question. I've heard a lot of Will has come into that room and been a dominating presence and been a leader. Part of me is like, that's awesome. There's another part of me that's kind of like, ooh, is that good for a true freshman to already go in there and be a leader? We'll see. I do think he's got that kind of special talent, but who's going to play center, which obviously that's a massive thing. I believe in Will, but as a true freshman in this league, you're going to take your lumps. But if they can keep whoever the quarterback is upright, we know the talent's there. But my biggest concern is depth and along the offensive line. A lot of people say secondary, but I mean they, these. There's a lot of new faces, and in fact, I mean we talked. We might have talked about this last time. You could realistically start, or every single person who starts could have played for another besides Jay Ward uh, and Major Burns. But Major Burns was a transfer. I mean, you could be looking at an Ohio State, an Oklahoma State, a Lafayette, Arkansas, Georgia as your secondary. All transfer players, but, you know, um, people say that – I think I was looking at Athlon Magazine or Lindy's. They had them, like, ranked the 11th or 12th secondary in the league. I actually think the deep, the secondary is going to be pretty good. So, my my biggest concern is depth, period, and offensive line play. Um, biggest strengths? Uh, and I, I will get to your – I will get to your Will Campbell yeah, question. De- just so. Defensive line, 
for sure with Roy and Smith. And I mean, when, it, when an all SEC freshman guys coming off probably like your third or fourth defensive lineman, <laughs> uh, interior defensive lineman, that's pretty good. Ojalari and Gay, if those guys can stay healthy, I think have the kind of potential. I mean, it's going to be tough to hold off Will Anderson, but those kind of guys have the potential to lead the SEC in sacks. Either one of those guys. Um, will Harold Perkins play? How soon? Is it going to be him and our boy Mike Jones? We'll see. But offensively, I love this receiving core. Uh, there's You said it right before I came in. There's a reason Besh is at SEC Media Days. Listen, you go there for two reasons. One, you're really good. Two, we expect you to represent the university well. He did both. Uh, Booty Healthy is arguably the best receiver in the NFL. Neighbors might have the most talent, God-given talent of anybody. I agree. And then there's Hilton. Thomas, I mean, it's it could be very, very good. So all, all, defensively, I think the strength is the line. Offensively, I think, and I look, I'm not inventing the wheel here. A lot of your listeners probably feel the same way, wide receiver. All right, last one for you, and I'll answer this Will Campbell question. I sure. feel like he's starting out of necessity, right? Like you have to yeah. start him at left tackle because he is a left tackle. Like So, for example, Sean, I, I did a breakdown on Austin Deculus from a season ago. He gave up zero sacks to Will Anderson and Dallas Turner. They were having to put Will Anderson in. That's pretty good. Right. So they were having to put him in the interior. And the reason, Sean, he's not more athletic than Will Campbell. The problem is he there's nothing on planet Earth from college level that he hasn't seen yet. I mm-hmm. mean, experience. So, experience. That's and four years in the SEC. Yeah. As a starter. I mean, what he broke the LSU, and nobody talks about this, but they will when he has a long NFL career. He broke the LSU start record, which yeah, is which is right. insane. 70, 72 or 75 starts. So, I had Austin on the right It was, so, it was somewhere great, near great there. Kid, yeah. yeah, it was somewhere near there. Uh, last one, we'll get you out of here. I know we're running a little bit late. Oh, I'm enjoying it. I appreciate it. I saw somebody reminds him of Josh Pate. That's my homeboy. That's the ultimate compliment. Checks in the mail. I'm just the drunken Josh Pate. So when we did the interview with Sloan, he put a comment underneath the tweet. He's like, oh, we get it. You're rich. And I'm like, I was waiting, you know, like waiting to pounce back. And so he did his thing with Nick Saban. I'm, uh, so I comment. I'm like, oh, we get it. You're rich. Yeah, yeah you know, exactly. yeah, but Josh is a good dude. Uh, last question. By the way, Josh Josh got so big he didn't hit me back the other day, so I'm a little concerned. He didn't hit me back either, and then I, he didn't hit me back either, and I said, "Oh, so you just talked to Saban? You think you're a bigwig?" And the then, success got to his head. Yeah, he's like, "Dude, my phone's been dead." <laughs> I was like, I, "I guess I can understand." No, it. I love that dude. That dude is one of the. Well, we're just going all over. The, I think that is like the next up and coming. He I and agree. Jake Crane, I think, are probably at the national level the future of kind of what college college football handles. We're coming. We're coming. We're coming. Boys from the boot, we're coming. All right, last one. You said your record, if I hate to say this, but kind of gun to your head, no holds bars, your record for the season as of today for the season. Would I sound like a Texas A&M biatch if I said eight and four? No. Is that is that a sellout? Is that like the easy answer? No, you, that's the same thing that I said. I even love that you said the word biatch. It's the whitest yeah. thing that's happened on the show tonight, but I love it. Just give me time. I'll keep it 100. <laughs> Get out. Thank you. I love you, dude. You are, you are fantastic. Hey, congratulations on number 500. I am uh, incredibly uh, happy to see the rise of – every time I see your name pop up, I want to – remember Hook? I oh, the movie? Go, Rufio. <laughs> Rufio. Hook. You remember like – Underappreciated movie. 
very quickly. You remember yeah. when Rufio had Hook's sword down and he's like, looky, looky, I got hooky. I got hooky? Yeah. yeah. Of course. Yeah. Then he got stabbed. Bitch move by Hook or Biatch move by Here's Hook. Here's a question. Here's a question. Yeah. Is Hook the real villain in that movie? Is he trying to save the kids from Peter Pan? Who's kidnapping children from the other world? Okay, now this takes me down rabbit holes of two things that have blown my mind. One is uh, Zach Morris really the bad guy of Saved by the Bell, which I've seen a lot of. He is. And is Willy Wonka a serial killer of children? Think about it. What happened to the kids that visit the chocolate factory except for Charlie? Dude. I know. I know. The Dude. first one blew my mind, but. All right, oh, now I gotta I'm go sorry. watch it, rewatch it again, and watch the serial killer. He I can't. Hey, I can't killer. watch the Johnny Depp one. I can't watch it. Like, dude, I have nightmares, and I'm a 32 year old man uh, with chest I saw hair. Said I need to do my show buzzed. I I have done <laughs> the show. Oh, not not much, but there's there's an FCC fine. You can do that on uh, what we do. Yeah, absolutely. Whatever uh, this is, Aunt says. Aunt said, uh, "Go back to it, Pooh Bear." Uh, Fox, we're not doing the Uncle Joe take today. <laughs> Stay tuned. All right. Thank you so much, brother. Thank hey, you for you're joining the best, us. Brother. Congrats on 500. Thanks, Fox. We'll talk soon. That is our good buddy, Sean Fox. Go follow him on Twitter, Fox for Sports Talk. All right. I'm running really, really late. Let's do this. Let me tell you about my good friends over at Pristine Auction, and then we'll wrap up the show. Uh, go see him. Guys, let me tell you about my friends over at pristineauction.com. PristineAuction.com is the most trusted sports memorabilia auction site with an A-plus, triple B rating. Auctions on Pristine start at just $1, and each day there are over 1,000 autographed items that are available, so you wouldn't sign authentic signatures at a very affordable price. Just last week, an autographed Justin Herbert jersey sold for just $110. Deals like this are happening all the time on pristineauction.com, and they have just about every player that you could want, including Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, and so much more. You already know that I've been over there looking at LSU and Saints items. Every item on pristineauction.com comes with a certificate of authenticity from the industry's most reliable sources and authenticators. Upgrade your auction and collection and sign memorabilia today and get a $10 off your first item one when you use the code SERIOUS. That's S-E-R-I-O-U-S. Serious when you sign up. Again, pristineauction.com. Pristineauction.com. Use that promo code SERIOUS on your first order. All right, guys. We're going to go ahead and call it a night. We will see y'all again tomorrow. I'm running so, so late, but Sean Fox was just so damn good. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Episode 501, Mike Jones Jr., Sean Salisbury, and an LSU coaching staff member said he's going to stop on by the studio. So we'll see you again tomorrow. Y'all have a good night. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.